0: John Ben and Sharon.
1: It is the edge. John Ben and Sharon, uh, the royal family had another baby today and our Prime Minister gifted the baby, uh, a New Zealand themed romper. That was our gift. A romper? What's a romper? I knew you were going to ask me that. It's like a certain baby attire. It's got buzzy bees on it.
2: Oh, right. It's very old school, eh? I had a, a completely <laughs> different version of what a romper was in my head there. And I was like, why are we giving that to a baby? Is this some sort of weird move that we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well done. They seem to just be firing them out, eh? She's bloody banging them out. Can't you it. reckon? You got like three kids, right? Yeah, that's... And you become less and less enthusiastic as, as the number grows higher. You know, you're like, first one, oh, George, you're the best. And then the second one, can't even remember its name. Yeah. Third one. Well, they haven't even named it then. <laughs> exactly, they can't even bother naming it. Anyway, big show coming up. we started a business. We say big show every... We've got a show coming up. We have got a show. I'm not going to say if it's big or good or bad. It's a show. It was started a business. It's a moving company, and you can win $10,000, and we'll tell you how very shortly. But next, we've got a very special guest in the studio. A lady... Uh, Who's been on many Tinder dates. Some of them haven't ended well. And we're going to hear stories of the uh, of the most horrific ones very shortly.
0: <laughs> it is The Edge. John Ben and Sharon. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge.
1: Joined in the studio by um, the hilarious Angela Dravid. How's it going?
3: Good, thanks. How are you?
2: Good. Good. Thank you very much, uh, Angela. Every time I see you, you look petrified. Ah, <laughs> oh,
3: it's just my face.
1: <laughs> Angela, um, you were on our TV show, John and Ben, last year. You're very, very funny. And you're um, part of this year's International Comedy Festival as well?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about both of those things. But
1: you don't sound excited.
3: No. I'm trying <laughs> to get better at sounding excited. <laughs> well, give us your
1: excited voice, okay? Go.
3: Hi. I'm excited.
1: <laughs> okay, and your non
2: excited voice.
3: Hi, I'm excited. Yeah, no. See, it's hard oh. to
2: tell, it really is hard to tell if you're having a good time <laughs> or not. But I I, that's
3: why my dates have gone terrible. Yeah, because well, Angela,
2: you uh, last year in the Comedy Festival, you told an epic story of how you ended up in prison in the UK. Uh,
3: it was an internet date, and then it, uh, we got married, and then I ended up in prison, and then I got deported and came back to New Zealand. So
2: you're not allowed back in the UK.
3: Well, I was banned for a year, um, so that's gone. But I have a criminal conviction and my visa was rejected, so I've got a rejected visa as well. I don't know if I could go back.
2: So anyway, that, that finished, that relationship finished. Yeah. And so now you've embarked on a new journey for love, which is the, the uh, premise for this year's comedy show.
3: Yes, Barcelona. The Lono part is spelled L-O-N-E-R.
2: Oh, so, so like a, a single person
1: in... Yeah,
3: Barcelona. That's so very we, clever. Yeah.
2: Did you go to Barcelona? I did. And to find love?
3: Yeah, but I ended up... Also
1: Barcelona. L-O-N-E-R. Yeah. (laughs) So not giving a spoiler alert. Are we giving away too much if we say things
3: didn't work out as well as you'd hoped? No, I think that's astute. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if you want to go see Angela's show, Barcelona, uh, just head along to uh, comedyfestival.co.nz. All the dates there. You start in Auckland early May and then you head to Wellington as well. Yeah. So the reason we got you in here too, Ange, when you're in the office... You're telling so many amazing stories of Tinder dates that you go on and relationships that you've been a part of. What we thought we might do is regularly catch up with you and you can document one of your previous Tinder dates.
3: Okay. Uh, Okay, I'll pick the most recent one. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was dating a guy and um, we get on really well um, and I stayed over at his house and... um, like, before we were getting into anything kind of, like, sexy, I decided to have a shower. So I went into a shower and, like, I noticed there wasn't any shampoo or, like, conditioner or any body wash. So I was like... What do I do here? Yeah, what do I do? And then I saw this bottle um, on the ground... And I thought, oh, I'll just use this. And then I, like, shaved certain parts of me. And I was like, oh, this... Hold on, you've, kind you've,
2: of- you've just popped over to his house. Yeah. You're in a full <laughs> shaving situation. I am in a
3: shaving situation. I like to plan for my future. And but It's someone else's house. Well, it's his parents' house, not his house. Oh,
1: okay. so that makes it better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I should do? I feel like I shave.
3: <laughs> so me and this guy had been talking, like, quite a bit. And he had told me about his, um, like, his pet dog had died or something and I was trying to comfort him over it. And anyway, I was like in the shower and I was shaving and I realised that this bottle I was using was dog shampoo.
2: Oh, so you showered yourself (laughs) in dog shampoo. In
3: dog shampoo, yeah.
2: (laughs) So you came out smelling like a very clean dog? Yeah. But also reminding him of
3: of his this, dead dog, dead d- yeah. <laughs> it's a very weird did you like bono. wash
2: your hair with it and stuff?
3: Uh, yeah, I washed every part of me. Like, so, so did he
2: notice it, or did yeah, you? Yeah, he say, was hey. like, quite
3: emotional through the whole thing.
2: <laughs> what? Well, so that you ended up hooking up? Yeah, he ended up hooking up, like, up. But he so... was
3: like, I keep <laughs> thinking of my dog. It's
2: was like, Oh no! <laughs> you remind me of a freshly shaved <laughs> version of my dog. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's not the sort of smell you want to want have, really, is no, it? No, it's not. Oh
2: God,
3: hilarious! And so, what happened? Well, that didn't go any further, I guess. Oh, it's, yeah. he, he was
2: like, "I just can't do this." Yeah, he
3: was like, "It's too emotional and intense for me." to put the me. relationship down. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's when I came into the studio, and uh, someone said, "How was your weekend?" And I said, "Oh, I washed myself with dog shampoo." <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Angela, very funny. Part of the comedy festival. We're going to get you back in to tell more
0: episodes. Great. O, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.
1: Now, something that we've noticed uh, on another radio station, not The Edge, uh, on Newstalk ZB, is the fact that Marcus Lusher does the night show. Loves using his own name.
4: You're right, Ben. Have a listen. 1027, let's call it that. Let's take your calls. Rick, Marcus, hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay, thanks for that. Rick, Sam, Marcus, hello. <laughs> Julie Marcus, hello. Oh, hi, Marcus. How's it going? Uh, Jill, Marcus. We are discussing the weather. What can you add? Heather, it's Marcus. Hello. Marcus, um, it's one of these howling nights. Marcus. Marcus, Marcus power wind out nine ten, and in New Windsor. Marcus, power was stood out in Takapuna. Marcus. Marcus, warning torch app on phone, uses up battery quickly, that's an M. Marcus, Marcus, good evening. Hi,
2: evening, oh, um, Marcus. So there's, uh, there's a montage of Marcus there, and we've uh, issued a bit of a competition to you listening, uh, and to us as well, to try and get on Marcus's show, and... See who can get the most amount of Marcus's uh, in the phone conversation. Producer Dan, deadweight Dan. Yeah. You had to go last night. Not so deadweight now, am I? Bringing no. some gold hot fire stuff to the radio show. <laughs> last night in my own time. Could have been, you know, reading it's my Could book. have been what? Yeah. Oh, well, hey, well done. You took s- six minutes out to phone a radio station seven minutes actually, Jono. I had to listen to what they were talking about. Ho, ho, ho. Were they talking about some extremely
3: exciting stuff well, last night? Well, I imagine
1: you stalk ZB. They're talking about the big issues. Syria, North mm. Korea, that sort of thing. Pumpkin
2: soup recipes. Okay, <laughs> pumpkin soup as well. <laughs> oh, I'm always after what is the best pumpkin soup recipe. Yeah. So it was
4: Marcus. <laughs> All
2: right. right, so the current record, uh, which I got last week, mm, was, was nine, nine Marcuses mm. in one conversation. Let's have a listen to Dan's attempt last night.
4: Daniel Marcus, good evening. Uh, Marcus Daniel, how are you? Good, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, very good, thanks, Marcus. Look, Marcus, this is my personal opinion anyway on the pumpkin soup matter, Marcus. It's um, nutmeg. I am rather partial, Marcus, to a bit of coconut milk as well. So, what does the tasting end up with nutmeg and uh, with nutmeg and uh, and coconut milk? Is it sort of a, a sweet, creamy flavour? Is it? <laughs> I think it is, Marcus. I think it's like the it gives that sort of little bit of an extra tang to it, if you will, Marcus. The nutmeg seems to go well with the cream, Marcus. What I think the failing with pumpkin soup is you get given a bowl of it and then there's a, in the middle of the table is a, like a plate with hot buttered toast. And by the time you had four or five bits of toast, you're full and still half your pumpkin soup's left. And a funny thing with me as well, I don't know a pumpkin, but I love pumpkin soup, Marcus. <laughs> Thanks so much, Daniel. Andrea Marcus... There we go. Well done. So, what was that? That was 12 if you you include his Marcus. I'll give you that extra, Andrew Marcus, as well. Well done, Dan. That's impressive. So, I've got to go next and just.
2: Geez, i tell you what, that was 2 minutes 30 more of pumpkin soup-based conversation mm. than any human needs to have. I went under
1: the edge. What is the best pumpkin soup recipe? Yeah. You doing that? Yeah, let's <laughs> do that. Let's do that. <laughs> oh, no,
0: we're not. No. Okay. John Ben and Sharon, the edge.
1: Big news for the royal family today. Uh, Prince William and Princess Catherine uh, had a baby. Had she, a she, baby.
2: I can't imagine her not being pregnant in the last three years. She's done a lot of a lot of stuff. That's the third one, right? Um, mm. As yet unnamed. Yeah. But how long can you go having a baby and not naming it? There must be some yes, law I around there. Yes, I think that. there is a
1: law. I don't know exactly, but there is a certain period of time you've got to name them for very indecisive
2: parents. <laughs> yeah, uh, so it's it's awesome stuff. Some people are like, I need to see the baby before I name it. I was yeah. like, really? Well, they all come out looking like <laughs> skin raisins. <aren't laughs> <Yeah. they?" laughs> you look at that. You're like, that's a Greg. <laughs> I shall name <laughs> you Wrinkle Still Skin. <laughs> yes. So
1: this this son, mm. he won't grow up to be king at all. Like, no, he's like Scar on the Lion King.
2: You know, like he's he's all play, no responsibility. Well, he's true. like Prince Harry. Prince Harry's probably like, great, another one in my way. He's like, Has, Harry can keep being Harry. You do you. Yeah, well, Harry, too. Whatever true. it is I do. So do you think she was crowning?
1: Yeah, no, I was just, just going to congratulate
2: you for not making
1: that joke. The doctor must have a little smile. Okay, you're crowning. because well, no, the doctor's a professional. Yeah, but okay. I mean, like your crowd. You'd yeah, like, no, I know, I know, yeah, no, I get that, I get that.
2: You don't have many chances to say that in your professional medical career if you're a doctor. <laughs> it's not like your princesses are birthing your hand, birthing babies into your hands every day. No, that's true. No, You have got to take that opportunity, <laughs> well, or not. <laughs> Both. You could be the uh, the
1: better radio station and not do that. But we thought we would call uh, Kate Middleton and congratulate her. Of course, we don't have her number in the UK, so we thought, what? Well, well, let's go one better, or one not quite as good. Let's call a Kate Middleton in New Zealand. How did you
2: ever think there was one better? No, no. <laughs> Let's go one better and call a random person who has the same name. I us trying to talk it up. Hello? Congratulations.
5: On what?
1: On, on the baby. The new prince.
5: Oh, lovely. And Not like, much to do with me, but I'm very thrilled
1: for them. But you're Kate Middleton. Yes.
2: <laughs> you're sounding very good for uh, just having birthed the baby just mere hours ago.
1: That's right. And how And how did it go? How was the birth? Very good. <laughs> Very good. It was straightforward.
2: Straightforward. Did the doctor say it's crowning? Oh, no. I don't know. that's a good gag, isn't it? I didn't
1: hear that. <laughs> but there was a lot of noise. I'm sure a lot of things were going on. And uh, any idea what you're going to name uh, the son, your son? Because uh, we'd love a scoop on our radio show.
5: I wonder whether it would be Philip.
1: Oh, you're gonna, You might call him Philip. <laughs>
5: okay. Oh, there we go. Is it might be. Okay, yeah. well, no, we'll go with that.
2: that Named will... after his grandfather. Mm. Pass on our congratulations to William as well.
5: Oh, you're lovely.
2: Who's got more hair, the baby or William? The okay.
5: baby at the moment.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 hey, uh, well, you have a lo- lovely day. I'm sure you, do, sure you are because you've just had a baby. Oh, thank you so
5: much. <laughs>
2: congratulations. You're going to be a great mother.
5: <laughs> yeah, I'll be a great grandmother. I've got 12 you're great got... grandchildren. Oh. Mm.
2: Oh. <laughs> Wow. And you're still birthing them out. <laughs> yes. What a lady. This
1: will make
5: 13. <laughs>
1: oh, well, lovely to talk to you. You're a good sport. Well, uh, well, yes. Yeah. B- bye. <laughs> good.
5: Thank you for Okay. Hold on. On. Thank
2: you. Can I just say, what a sign off, Ben.
1: Well, I was gonna what a sign off. We'll talk to you soon and I was like, well, no, we won't. We won't talk to her. No, she was lovely. She was
0: awesome, but I was like, <laughs> what came out was sounding great. John O'Bin and Sharon, The Edge.
1: 0800, The Edge is our phone number. Call us up right now if you have Taken, if you basically get, have done one of these two scenarios. Yeah, so we're
2: going to throw them out there. We've got 60 seconds to find one person
1: for each of them. Ben, you fire it off. Well, uh, a Kiwi cinema has uh, made international news headlines, it's in Taranaki, um, uh, for posting something on Facebook that said, please no pyjamas, onesies, dressing gowns or dirty gumboots no matter how cute they are. In the
2: movie theatre. Yes. Yeah, so I think that would just be a general rule for all of the shopping <laughs> areas in Hawara.
1: Oh, but but I think, you know, like I can see wearing onesies to the movie sounds really comfy.
2: I wore my pyjama pants to uh, pack and save on Sunday morning. And how'd you feel? Liberated? I felt like a tinny dealer. <laughs> I felt like a weed dealer. Uh,
1: so. I I thought I'd throw it out there 0800
2: The Edge is the phone number you know number. what I did I felt vulnerable did you actually yeah because I was like there's nothing there's no protection underneath <laughs> What did like, you
1: know undies underneath
0: that
2: eh? no well I was full pyjamas baby oh no and I was like at any moment this is it have was quite you- inv- it was invigorating but yet yet you did feel rather vulnerable in the uh, yeah. scan yourself item <laughs>
1: line uh, 0800 The Edge is the phone number though Um, have you ever been kicked out of a movie theatre
2: anywhere and what were you doing? Okay, 60 seconds to find someone who's had that happen to them. I'm going to fire this out there. 0800 The Edge. 60 seconds to find anyone who has made the newspaper today. Any newspaper. Okay, the 60 seconds starts right now. The newspaper could be anyone at all. Oh well, Phone's going already. That quickly. <laughs> Have you made the news or been kicked out of a movie theatre? Yeah, oh, I made it. Oh, I
0: got kicked out of a the movie theatre. I was as pissed as a parrot. And ended up spewing all
1: through the hall. Oh, oh, okay. oh yeah. Okay, so it sounds oh, like. Oh yeah, it was a shocker. <laughs> what, like- you
2: t- treated the movie theater like a taxi. <laughs>
1: thank you very much it's drunken drunken like too drunk at the movies is not a good idea well, you're not going to really. enjoy it's no. like
2: going to a midnight screening of Star Wars you're never going to see the end of it no you're you? going to fall asleep exactly. no matter what movie it is it's still very very late you know, you've got someone who's been booted out of the movie theatre Ben Bridget uh, have you made the news or been kicked out of a movie theatre kicked out of a movie theatre for
5: doing what well it was actually my friend and her boyfriend that got us kicked out at Fifty
1: Shades of Grey were they getting a bit Fifty Shades of Grey themselves? They were very
2: much getting a bit Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, what, what, right next to you? Are you like, can you not?
5: <laughs> oh, it didn't bother me, but it seemed to bother people around <laughs> yeah.
4: well,
2: how, how How deep were they going?
5: Um, as deep as I could probably say on
2: the radio. Okay, okay. Deep. Yeah, okay. Wow. In the theatre. <laughs> the <theater. laughs> like could they not just
0: wait like 40 minutes?
2: No.
1: You know you can watch movies that no. like at home, but anyway, okay.
2: That would be an awkward conversation at the counter too. Hey, two people are bloody uh, in the, in the theatre. And then you have to go up and interrupt them. You're like, hey. Sorry for being a stick, <laughs> bro. Yeah. No boning
1: in
5: the theatre.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you, Bridget. Appreciate wow. that. All right, 2-0 to Ben right now. Lynn, have you made the news or been kicked out of a the theatre? Both. Oh. Did you make the news for being kicked out of the theatre?
5: <laughs> no, I, I've been kicked out of a theatre And I've been made the news for the work that I do,
2: what do you, What's the work you do? We'll, go, we'll focus on the news what do, you, what do you make for the news for today?
5: I, I work with um, uh, I run a residential centre Rehabilitation programme For high risk offenders
2: Oh, good on you, Lynn and You're doing, you're doing yeah. God's work I tell yeah. you what Radio announcing And what you do, Lynn Two of the greatest yeah. professions known <laughs> well, to no, humankind say What Lynn does is great What we do, very average
5: yeah, no, no, she's right behind me, goddess. Oh, good on you, good on
2: you, Lynn. <laughs> appreciate that. Well, as part of their punishment, do you make them listen to the show, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't got that
5: far. But, but I, listen, I listen to you on the way to work every morning and on the way home, so I really enjoy it. Oh, oh, thanks for listening to The
3: Edge,
0: appreciate it. Good on your Limbo, appreciate thanks. that, eh? Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.
2: People's Court. This is uh, your issues on the uh, on the nationwide airways on the edge, and uh, you get judged by your fellow listener pals. They are the judge and jury. Message us
1: uh, publicly or privately on the uh, Facebook page, and um, we can take your. I issues. never see the private messages. What do they say? What positive you... stuff. <laughs> nothing but positive stuff on the internet. Yeah, great stuff. Especially That's... about us. <laughs> uh, Don't this is Google the... that, otherwise you'll be very heartbroken.
2: Okay, so uh, Chrissy got in touch with us. She's the plaintiff today. Uh, and we're going to bring in your uh, your boyfriend, Dean, very shortly, Chrissy. What's your case? State it in front of the court.
5: Okay, so I've been having dreams the last couple of weeks. I've had about six in the last couple of weeks, and I've been dreaming that my my partner, Dean, has been cheating on me. So when I wake up, I just feel like it's real. So I've been waking up crying and kicking him and just really upset with him. Okay. And i yeah.
2: So do you think he's cheating? Do you think this this is a sign, these recurring dreams?
5: Yeah, well, I definitely, I don't know, but I believe in something else, you know, that maybe that could be... Like it's the universe telling The You're
2: you're subconscious, maybe, yeah. Mm, Dean, you filthy dog.
0: (laughs) I I genuinely haven't done anything.
2: The dream cheater.
0: Yeah, but not a real-life cheater.
2: Yeah, but that... mm.
1: See, this is one of these things, you like, you I, I can, I can sympathise with Dean here if, if he is you know, saying the truth, because if he's done nothing in real life, how can he be blamed for something
5: that's going on in a dream? Yeah, but isn't it it's something in your subconscious? Maybe he's giving off that vibe, and that's why I'm picking it up, and that's why I'm dreaming about it. Are you a, a cheaty-looking
2: guy, Dean?
0: I'm a nice-looking guy. The truth is done
2: nothing wrong. Okay. Very, Truth yeah. is, I've done nothing wrong. Yeah. Oh, you know, but he you... sounds like someone who has done
1: something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I think you say that. You jump into conclusions.
2: Okay, 0800 The Edge. We're going to throw this out there for the people's court. Is it okay to be angry at your loved one if you've had a dream about them cheating on you? Yeah, and how long can you stay angry at them? All right, that's the uh, that's the case <laughs> we're taking before. It you doesn't guys. actually mean anything. Is there a dream expert listening? Kerry, good to have you on. Jura number one, what do you reckon? Can you stay angry at your partner if they've cheated on you in the in your dream?
5: I don't think you should because they are just the dreams. But I was just thinking, what if she's the one cheating and she's trying to shift the blame, and it's her subconscious. You know, her subconscious shifting the blame onto him, so she doesn't feel as
0: guilty
2: about what she's doing. Oh, Kerry, you, you, you ah.
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I I know, didn't... that's mean, isn't it? I'm sorry. No, It's but... not
2: me. Good on. Well, hey, there's nothing quite like this—the part of the show, the people's court, When you can just accuse your fellow <laughs> listeners of doing stuff that they probably haven't done, but you can do it on this public forum. Some may call it defamation; not us. We call it the people's court. <laughs> Good on you, Kerry. Great to have you on. Khan, can you accuse? Can you stay angry at your partner if they've cheated on you in their dream? In your dream. No, nah, no way. I reckon Dean needs to get out of there. She's paranoid. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> A lot of accusations thrown towards uh, Chrissy's way today. Yeah, She was She's brave, brave paranoid. enough to come on the people's court and tell us the issue. She's apparently paranoid. She may be doing the cheating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Chris, 0800, The Edge, juror number three. What do you want to say on this case? Hey, um, yeah, my partner has exactly the
5: same dreams as well as she does,
2: eh? And how do you navigate your way through it,
5: Chris? Well, I know half of them I do there, eh? Every morning she wakes up near me and she goes, You're not cheating on me? I said, No, I'm not, eh?
1: Oh, so this is quite a regular thing.
5: Oh, yeah. She, she has quite random dreams, she does, eh? And the, the other day she bloody dreamt I was having an affair with bloody our next door neighbours, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I, said, and I came home and had Have a coffee, and everything. I said, No, no, I'm not cheating. Uh, we're married and got three kids and everything there, eh? No, bloody hell. Good.
2: good on you, Chris. And bloody you uh, having a cheating over there? And bloody <laughs> having an affair over there with a name? There you go. Well, I think uh, it's... And probably a conclusion that needed to be come yes. to. You can't hold a grudge if your partner's cheated on you in the train. <laughs> that dream. seems like
1: the sensible decision. Well done, people. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Thanks to Harvey's Real Estate, they've invested uh, $10,000 to us to help launch the world's first moving company using only public transport. So we're on the lookout for someone who's willing to be our first client. If you're moving in the next week or so and you're willing to be our guinea pig, enter online at the
2: nz's win section right now. You can win a lot of cash. Hey, there's no guarantee all your stuff's going to get there. No, but and you might win money. Yeah, and there's no guarantee that all your stuff's going to stay in one piece. But that is the excitement of using our moving company. Yeah. Okay? No promises, no frills, no trucks. I just came up with our catchphrase on the spot. That's good. No promises, no, no frills, no, frills no, tru- no trucks. Oh, no frills. I no said frills. frills. Yeah. It really <laughs> covers our asses. Hey, we, we, we gave you no promises to get your stuff there.
3: Yeah.
2: No frills? We, no, no frills. And yeah. no trucks? Yeah, when well, yeah. we delivered on no trucks. Anyway, uh like Ben said, theedge.co.nz win stuff. Worst thing... One human can ask another human to do is help them move.
1: Oh, it's like the question that, you know, even your closest mates, you're like, please don't ask me
2: this. Oh, you know I don't want to (laughs) say yes. Yeah, but... I remember when I was a grovelling little bloody snotty-nosed person trying to get into radio, and uh, my old boss, Brad, was like, yeah, up, mate. Can you help me move on Saturday? I spent... 14 and a half hours Helping him move Because you can't say no to that Oh it was And I was just I couldn't say no I was trying to get a job At his radio station And he took He knew it And he took full freaking advantage of it Well played Brad um, I think the truck broke down. That's right We hired a truck The truck broke down He left me manning the truck For about five hours Sitting in a truck
1: it's a horrible human being. So we like to do a moving <laughs> friendship test. Uh, yeah. We just call someone who doesn't know that we're on a call yeah, and yeah. see if they will be a friend um,
2: by saying they'll agree to help us move. So, Ben, uh, you're going to give this a go, and we're going to phone our colleague Guy Williams. He used to do this show before us, Guy. Of course, on the TV show with us. And uh, with Guy Williams. Who's, I, think a, t- I
1: know him, and if he didn't want to help you move, he would say. He's a very honest individual. He'll tell you what he thinks. The spade's is spade with Guy. So should we give him a call?
5: Speed the
1: cup. How's it going? Hello. Hey Guy. it's Ben. Bro, how you going? Not too bad. What's up? Hey, um, a random question. But uh, Saturday morning, what are you doing Saturday morning?
5: Uh, I normally uh, playing basketball. Why?
1: Uh oh, just I'm just moving, moving place, and I just wondering if you could you could help me out, like lift a few things, do a couple of loads on on the trailer. Um, pot po- possibly. <laughs> what time's the basketball finish? Uh, it's eight till ten. <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. tens ten's good. Can I book you in from ten
0: to twelve? Um, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I check. I'll check my calendar, but yeah, I guess, I guess so. Okay, just looking yeah. for
1: someone strong and tall to like lift boxes up high, and I thought you'd be good. Well, that's well, thank you. That's a weird compliment, but thank you. Um,
2: He's passed the friendship
1: he is test. He's passed the friendship test, guy. Williams, yeah. it's, it's John and Ben. You probably you probably picked it. I don't know, but we call it. I wasn't that keen. I wasn't that keen. <laughs> no, you definitely weren't keen, <laughs> but you reluct- reluctantly admitted to it. And that's and that's but a New no, Zealand bu- way.
2: More importantly, you bullied him into it. Ben. <laughs> <laughs>
4: No, you use the good strategy, and the good strategy is to ask first what they're doing then, and then when I'm not doing much,
1: then I have no option, otherwise I look like an arsehole. Because you've got to frantically think on the spot, eh? Yeah, like, <laughs> what am I doing? Oh, God, oh, God. Yeah. I
0: well, thought about making something up, like I was to, like, take the kids, and I
2: was like, Ben knows I have no kids. I, yeah, he may not have wanted to pass the friendship test, but he did. Guy Williams, well done. Yes, hurrah, I'm so proud. Enjoy your Saturday morning without me and moving. Okay, thank you. mate. Okay, I went under the edge. This is what we want to open up here. You can text 3343. Someone's asked you to help them move, and you've had an absolute mare. Maybe they don't know about the mare you had. You dropped a vase. You dropped their grandparents' ashes or something all over the road. You had to dust it up. I had a friend. Well, it wasn't actually a friend. It was a friend of a friend. I heard this story secondhand. Spent all Saturday moving from one flat to another flat. Now, this was literally across town. Albany... To Pakaranga.
1: Oh, right. If you know Right Auckland. across Auckland. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So it's probably on a good day, an hour's drive, I yeah. imagine, if you if you take traffic. Did four car loads. Moved all his stuff. Way further than that, to be honest. Yeah, moved all his stuff into his room. No one was in the house. The door was just open. Moved all. He hadn't seen the flat in person. Moved all his stuff into his yeah. room. Last car loads, people are like, what? Who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm the new flatmate. I've just moved all my stuff. And they're like, yeah, we see that. We, we'd, we're we not after a new flat, mate. Oh, what? It was a house about five k's away that he was meant to move <laughs> in. <laughs> he moved all his crap into this flat, and it was the wrong flat. <laughs> oh, Jay's with us on 0800 at the Edge. Moving me is Jay. Hi. What happened to you?
5: Um, so, um, it wasn't me. It was my sister. So, we were packing my house the night before, and she chipped her front to... Um, ripping the sellotape um, oh, yeah. so she put it she put it in a, um, a snap lock bag with some ice and put it in the fridge it was the weekend nothing was open to fix it and then the next day the boys um they cleaned or they took the fridge they moved the fridge and she came out and she was like oh my god where's the fridge and like we already took it and they're like she goes she was asking them was there like a little bag in there and they're like oh yeah we put it in the um in the sink so she went and grabbed it, and she was like, "Oh my god, my tooth's in here!" And they were cracking up laughing because one of the boys was going to put the ice in his drink.
2: Oh, he's, oh, he's about to put her frozen tooth in his drink of water. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's very and good. She,
5: like, had like a a semi heart attack because she thought she was going to have like a chip tooth forever. That's
2: oh, very, my god, it was the very good. Jay, appreciate that. A friend of mine had a uh, sample from the uh, hospital it kept in the freezer for a very long time. I so, uh, like, a, uh, a sample of fluid of some kind. Oh, yes. Yeah, so why? it was just. Like a, I don't know why. Just like, for... Where else do you keep them? I, don't, I suppose you don't keep no, them above okay. the fireplace no, or anything. Me. mental piece, yeah. Like, <laughs> here's my sample. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look at this. Uh, By your certificates of merit and stuff. <laughs> yeah. your player of the day trophies. There's <laughs> my sample. Demelza. What's your moving mare? Yeah. yeah, so
5: I was 17 at the time, and my sister and I were moving out of our flat. Put all my bedroom furniture on the trailer, and off we go. We're in Masterton down High Street, and we didn't tie anything down. And my dressing table was facing the drawers were facing out. So we're driving along, really windy day. My, my drawers went right across High Street, underwear, bras, knickers, everywhere, <laughs>
2: sprawled across the road,
5: all across the High Street, which is the main road. So cows stopped to help oh, us no. and everyone had to chase them down the road.
2: Oh, so everyone was picking up your undies from all <laughs> over all over the main street of Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> when
5: I was only seventeen, some of was very Oh no. Demelza. <laughs> yeah. Pretty embarrassing moment. <laughs>
0: Oh, jeez, that's pr- that's pretty funny, though. For one <laughs> moment there, Ben, you went the most embarrassing thing in Masterton. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.
1: Now on this radio show, we're quite proud that we invented a new sport. It's called synchronised speaking. Yeah, we've done it a handful of times, haven't
0: we? Yeah, have a listen. Hi. Hi. Hey. Can I Hi, book a haircut? haircut? Sorry, I
5: yeah, I it's five o'clock. Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: So all you have to do is call someone up, just, just as, as we demonstrated, and the two of us talk at the same time. We love the segment. We thought you guys loved the segment. Everyone was happy.
2: So <laughs> so before the show, our boss, Ryan, he, he pulled us into his office. He said, oh, hey, I need to have a bit of a chat. And he was a bit sort of jittery. Yeah. I
1: thought we'd like missed a meeting or something because I was, can't see you for five minutes. And I was like, yeah.
2: oh, we've really we've missed a meeting. So he sat us down and he said, hey, synchronized speaking, Leon, the big, big boss. His boss. He's heard it. And we're thinking, oh, this will be nothing but good things.
1: Yeah. This will be like clear a space in your wall for a radio award.
2: Yeah. And then he said, he hates it.
1: He's like, never do it again. (laughs) He hates synchronized
2: speaking so much. He never wants to hear it again.
1: No, never again. So we thought, well, let's call him right now. Leon, our boss, uh, who hates the sequence, and let's let's make a
2: phone call. (laughs) He's going to.
1: This is not a good idea for our careers. I'll talk you, Jordan Bean. <laughs> Maybe that's what we were wrong last time.
4: Hi, oh, Leon speaking. Hi, Leon. Oh, my God. How's it not, going? Not... You two absolute losers!
0: We heard you love I can't
4: us. believe that you've wrung me with this stupid feature that you think is so funny, but in reality is probably the worst feature on radio. Oh,
0: um, that hurts
4: me! It's unbelievable that I put them for you and pay you.
2: Hey, we, we just, just heard, heard you're a, a big, big fan of synchronized,
0: synchronized speaking. Thought well, would give you a call.
4: Well, obviously you should ring my my wife is even a bigger fan of synchronized speaking, <laughs> oh, oh. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's right. Listen to you. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys! I mean, I am surprised that you even got school suit. <laughs>
0: hey, have, um, a have a great, great day. <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs> totally worth it, eh? Oh, it was. Hey, we may not be here tomorrow, but at least we went out with that. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.